Getting a snack during a threesome should give you an should get you an award. Give you an award or get you an award. Either way, you're getting an award from me. Hey. Hey. Kasabian Lavo, welcome to the Kasabian Lavo show, live from Las Vegas, episode 184, I think, 184, episode 184, now, I do that because of Joe Button. I don't, look, I ain't, I ain't no wannabe or none of that sucker shit, like, when I do something because one of the greats put me on, I'm, yeah, I'll stand on that, Joe always reads off their episodes. Even though our episodes, this this isn't really an episodal show because we're going to be in like the 10 millions. We're going to do this shit until forever. And I highly doubt we'll get into the 10 millions, but I'm just going to say that. So shout out to the millions of podcast listeners. We're trying to get to the millions of viewers. But for the millions of listeners, we appreciate you. Thank you. Um, remember when you donate to the Kasabian Live Show and when you just donate to the Empire Family Organization. Your donations go to help five Puerto Rican kids go to school and have a home to live in. Those five kids are mine, but that's not, neither here nor there. Either way, it's charitable donations to help five Puerto Rican babies. So make sure you head over there and donate. The Cash App is right there on the screen. And we have uh, the donation button on the website, which is klavo.com. That's K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Check out the merch. Check out the music. Download, stream, share. Tell people about it. Let them know Lavo sent you. Uh, Popple is also one of the sponsors of the show. If uh, uh, here it is. Popple. Popple's a digital business card. Let's say you have a business and you're trying to talk to a client, but handing a business card out post-corona is kind of gross. This is your best alternative, and I'm going to help you save some money. Head over to Popple, P-O-P-L dot C-O. Uh, check out what they have. They have customizable ones. Look, I got a donut on, on my phone, on one of my phones. There's a bunch of them that you can choose from, and, and it's basically a landing page. So people scan it with their phones. It goes to a website, and it shows them all your information. If you use Sabian Lavo Checkout, you save 20%. So check out Popple, and uh, let me know if... Um, let me know if it's something that you definitely use. My bad. We were doing some filming. Yes, we were. That ain't got shit to do with that. Does it? <laughs> if y'all saw how many fucking cables run through that damn thing. um, It's a quick one. It's a real quick one. One I want to say... Even though my show isn't the biggest yet, 
and our fan base grows literally every minute it's it's amazing how exponentially uh we we grow time over time it's really impressive i didn't have all these analytics when i was doing music when i first started off so it's kind of a uh it's, it's interesting, like you can really, interesting, excuse me, you can really appreciate each and every single follower, like all 154 y'all dope on YouTube, like I say, we're trying to get 200, and I mean, we're, we do crazy numbers audio-wise, um, and I don't want to brag, but I'm very proud of those numbers, and I thank all of my listeners, this is a car show, this is you getting in your car, listening to me talk shit, and, um, and, and you can talk shit back, that's just, that, that's how it is. So, a news anchor was found naked in her car here in Las Vegas. It's about 150 degrees today. Luckily, it wasn't that day. She was found naked with the smell of alcohol on her breath. Apparently, she pulled over in some neighborhood, stumbled out of her car, and people thought that she was hurt or some shit or dead because she got back in her car and passed out. She was a news anchor for, uh, I'm not going to say the station, but... This happened a week ago, and it came across my feed, and I was like, wow, how come I didn't hear about this, right? So I reposted it. It went viral. The news and the radio spoke about it, and nobody gave me my credit. Yo, shout us out. Kasabian Lavo brought that back up, and if that young lady wants to reach out, we all want to know if you're okay. Um, nobody's judging you here. We don't give a shit what you was doing. She's really, really, really pretty. So if you if you go to my my Facebook page, you can see the picture of her. She's a really pretty girl and woman, person, human being. And um, I I just hope she's okay. Um, I saw the comments on the post were great. Some people were like, "Well, she was out, you know, fucking." Some people was like, "Oh, they drugged her." One person said that it seemed like it was a hit and they were trying to ruin her career i'm like i don't get it why would somebody want to ruin a, a fucking anchor's career in that fashion <laughs> like it's just the news anchor but whatever it was so strange yeah yeah she's extreme like honestly like um hit us hit the show up we would love to have you on as a guest i, I would love to have you over and we can talk about things. We smoke, we we drink, but I mean, I'm just saying, uh, out of hospitality, I would like to invite you, or extend my an olive branch. I guess is it an olive branch? I just want you just come over. Let's talk. Let's have a whole conversation about stuff. Biden wants to ban Newport cigarettes. I said it. All right, maybe not Newports, but he wants to ban menthol. It doesn't make any sense. Did you know that cigarette tax pays for schools? And if it wasn't for cigarette tax, most of these public schools wouldn't even be funded because the government really doesn't allocate any funds for our children. Banning menthol cigarettes doesn't do anything. All it does is take away our rights. And it opens the door for them to take away more of our rights. It's none of their business what I put in my body. My body, my choice. That does not only go for women and, and, and children. That goes for all of us. My body, my choice. If I want to smoke a pack of cigarettes, let me smoke a pack of cigarettes. That's none of your fucking business. Because it starts off with cigarettes. And then what? Remember New York City when the mayor, was it de Blasio? He wanted to ban 32-ounce sodas. He was like, you only allowed to have a 16-ounce soda. No refills. Because people were eating too much. Hey, that's tough fucking noogies. Like, sometimes you got to make it harder on people. Unfortunately, we live in a very gluttonous society, and we live in a country that doesn't really know what poverty is. The very few people that have to suffer through poverty, although I, I prefer none, the few that do go through poverty, it's a very luxurious poverty here. It really is. 
the lower lowest incomes in this whole country are still above the one percent of the entire world. But that's neither here nor there. My issue is allowing the government to place bans and and start to take away things that are already available to us gives them leeway to start really manipulating other things. Now, I understand why they started to take away the uh, like the jewel packs and shit like that. That makes sense. I like Those things are a little dangerous, I guess. But even that, I just feel like it's too new and it needs a different type of regulation. Um, I don't want to deregulate this and I don't want to ban it because when you do ban it, you lose regulation. I'm not a fan of regulation over regulation. We definitely need oversight. And when it comes to something like this, cigarettes, like you don't want to just put in random things into your body. It doesn't really. Um... <sighs> OK, it, I don't give a shit what you do outside of work. If you work for me, you can bang heroin in your fucking throat. I could give a shit. Do you get me? Come to work. Do your job. That's it. Um, if Shorty worked for me, for example, we wouldn't give a shit. She'd come right back to work like nothing ever happened. We're not tripping. I'm not mad at things like that. Uh, like I said, though, if you make this a, um, in, I guess a legislation that would, would fucking ban menthol. Is it just menthol? The idea that it just bans menthol, like it just opens the door for so many things. Like, what's next? Like, I've already heard certain states have banned like flavored cigarettes, like Swisher Sweets or, or cigars. Excuse me, Swisher Sweets and things of this nature. But for what? Like, it, I, I don't I don't know. Like, that type of shit scares me. Like, let me do what the fuck I want to do. The idea that I can only buy one ounce of weed blows me away per day. Blows me away. I'm not going to smoke it all. And if I want to, oh, well, let me. The worst that's going to happen to me is I'm going to eat my fat ass to sleep. That's it. Let me fucking be. The idea that New York City allows you to buy liquor from liquor stores only. They allow you. Get the, bro, I'm from Vegas now. I love New York. I was born and raised birthed in the Bronx but my latter years and a majority of my life has been here in Vegas and I'm spoiled I can go to the I can go to the grocery store right now gamble get liquor go next door get some weed get gas get my food probably pick up a bitch and bring her over all in half hour just in one hit any time a fucking day by the way and I'm sorry for my vulgar language today I'm a little lethargic but you understand what I'm saying like, the idea that on a Sunday I can't get wine, I have to go to a certain location, I can't just go to fucking Walmart, blows me away. It scares me to think that they want to put bans on things. I just don't like that idea, okay? I really don't. Because it starts with that and it goes to other things. Like, let me do what I want to do. As long as... Your job is to make sure that they're not killing me on purpose. If I want to kill me on purpose, that's on me. That's the choices that we make, you know, that we get to make. So... We were just, I have a bunch of content that we're storing up, okay? And I know it isn't a good thing to hold on to content. My biggest issue is that I cannot find where to um, distribute the content properly because we like to be compensated for it because we have put in time and a lot of effort into it and i mean it's exclusive stuff that we don't want to have any restrictions so definitely it has to have a paywall so that we're able to do you know whatever we would like to do without having to deal with the uh i mean we're not doing anything that breaks any of the community guidelines of any of these websites but i don't want to be restricted or demonetized for saying fuck too many times or cussing or saying some shit that bothers somebody so with a paywall, you know that you're signing up for something that's vulgar and, you know, it's 
bonus content. It's new content. It's not really bonus content. It's just content. Um, Patreon is and has been something that I've had the Patreon account now for probably a year. I just haven't pulled the trigger because just the RSS feed of just audio for the podcast kind of bothers me. But then that makes me want to make tiers, right? So with Patreon, I would do like a just the all audio tier for like five bucks and give five episodes a month, you know, just for that Patreon account. Um, for $10, we would do video and do an extra one that's an hour long. And then the, our top, top tier, which would be 20 we want to do seasonal episodes. We have shows with, with me and Mandy. We got a real estate show. We have a cooking show. Like There's mad shows that we can drop little by little and keep things going. On top of guests that we want to do, th- you know, like I, want, I have some hoe friends, and I want to do interviews with my hoe friends. Hoes have the best stories. I don't give a shit. I, I fucking love sitting down and talking to hoes, and it's great. Um, I want to talk to as many people as I can. I find everybody interesting. Curiosity's kept me young. So um, Patreon is going through some changes. So, you know, I'm a huge Joe Budden fan. That's why I'm here. Okay, Joe Budden went over to Patreon, and they made him head of content equity, which doesn't mean shit. And and they gassed him up, and he left his boys high and dry. I mean, Joe is really changing. He's he's turning into a person that I don't like, but I'm trying to find out where he's going. So he's supposed to be over at Patreon. He's supposed to be in charge of uh, creator equity, which I guess is what... I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard this title. It's a made-up fucking title. And unfortunately... I don't see the value in the made-up title. Like, what are we doing with the company? Like, what is Joe Budden qualified to do in a company that does uh, content distribution? I don't get it. But whatever. What do I know, right? Maybe Joe took a fucking class. Who knows? Um, Patreon as a company, I think, is pretty much set. The only, I mean, more features would be great. An app would be great if they could figure out how to do an app. I don't know why they're not doing an app. Maybe it's because they don't want to lose revenue. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but... You know, Apple runs the world, so anytime Apple does something, I'm always excited. The fact that Apple is now allowing us, or is about to start allowing us to charge for, you know, exclusive podcast, that's great. I mean, as long as that paywall provides more freedom, I'm down. And I want to find somewhere where I can release video. If Apple said, hey, you want to release video on our platform for your podcast for extra content, boom, I would do it. I would do it. I ain't, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The chat, the, look, let me tell you something, because they can't see you on YouTube and Facebook. This is Twitch. Um, nah, man. I went back and I listened to the episode again. I've been really bummed the fuck out after listening to what happened between him and Maul. Like, that shit really bothered me. Because what I really realized is that if Joe allows this relationship to fall apart in front of us, Joe is the reason why everything has fallen apart. Like, he literally setting himself up right now, and it kind of sucks because I know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, really hurt by it. After I heard the conversation again, I understood what was really going on. And, yeah, Joe is fucking them. Like, these guys have been doing this shit for seven years. Why aren't they all multimillionaires? They should all be getting driven around. Like, there's no way. There's no way. And, for real, Joe has this complex. He thinks that he's the podfather, but he's not. Joe is not the podfather. Like, the podfather is, is the dude that does the show with the... Uh, with our boy Mo Facts. That's the original. He named the shit podcast. Like there was podcasts way before Joe Budden. And and that podcast popped off with, with what he got. That mix. Those three. 
It's just fucked up to see it. But, I mean, damn, if they can't stick together, I'm not going to try to. I wanted to do a network, but I stress test the whole thing. Like, I broke it down even in the legalities, right? I was like, let's say I get sued by one of the shows that we put on our network. What's the worst that it can it can be, right? And I just, I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not hating, man. I love Joe. And I just, I hope that they fix their, their problems. Um, but yeah, like even when I was considering starting a network, like when he did it, I was like, God damn it. Fucking Joe is always one step ahead or I'm right there with him, but he did it. And I mean, he had somebody leave the network within the first two months that scared the shit out of me. Like that's been one of my biggest fears. Like I don't want to invest into people and not, you know, get, a um, get resolve and get, you know, like a legitimate, uh, rapport. This is all about consistency. But again, like I've been saying, I want to have TV was is done right. TV knows how to give you just enough TV, just enough amounts of TV to keep you there watching, put ads in front of your face, but let you finish the show. That has not happened online yet. So we're still learning that. And I'm trying to figure that out. Um, damn it. Let me get off a of joke. Shit. Patreon. So Patreon is letting go of people that develop things in the background for the company said 30 something people or 26 people now that doesn't bother me what bothers me is that i don't see how that makes the company grow when they just raised like a hundred million dollars so that scares me um you know clubhouse was like this big disturber that came out of nowhere and really made some waves clubhouse is one of the most racist fucking apps i've seen out and it flopped it's flopping. It's it's weird. Everybody that got on Clubhouse was a goddamn professional at everything. Like nobody, nobody started nowhere. Everybody had thirty fucking Grammys. Everybody was a platinum artist. You ain't never heard of these fucking people, and they have done every venue in the world. It was crazy. I heard the craziest conversations in that app. Um, I don't even know why I'm talking about them. Oh, cause of monetization. Um, damn, I'm all over the place like bird shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what platform I can monetize my content on. And Patreon being one of the one of the bigger ones that I like, they have a lot of competition right now. And Apple makes it easy. I don't want to fight Apple. My whole house runs off of Apple. Everybody has Apple phones. If I can make my music um, easy accessible, if I can make my podcast easily accessible, if I can make my videos easily accessible all in one spot, if Apple can make it that simple, you just click on my face and then it subcategorizes everything. Why wouldn't I? I think every artist should do that. As a matter of fact, I mean, at this point, artists really should be sitting down and figuring out what's the next app that I should be on to get in front of people. It's just, it is what it is. Um, I, I, management is going to change so many changes coming you know like right now you know we're doing everything ourselves like us having this whole new business um is is interesting because there is no rules right and 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 every day i'm just racking my brain trying to figure out how to give good content and then have a life so that i can keep on giving good content um it's hard it's really hard and i i like it i like the challenge but I'm just afraid of the when I need me time. To, and you know what? I'm going to be honest. I think I have a really good uh, start a network on Pornhub. Hey, yo, go home. Get off the app. It's a wrap, yo. We're, we're shutting you down. Let's take his fucking, uh, take his star away. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Start Pornhub. I want to start some shit on, oh, I was going to start an OnlyFans at the top of the pandemic and do man stuff, not fucking, 
just man stuff because I feel like women need men in their lives and women love a man that can do man stuff. I promise to God, bro, you do anything good. Here's some tips for you young men. You want to do something to really impress your woman? Just do something that you're good at in front of your girl. Like if you know how to hang some shit up, hang up, hang the fuck up out of that shit in front of her and watch that motherfucker just get going for you. Hey, yo, babe, you want to see me fix this real fast? That's, that's what I was going to do. Like, I was going to walk into the room and be like, oh, shit, there's a hole in the wall. Don't worry. I know how to patch that shit up. And then bust the hole out, put the the, the spatula, uh, get the, the stucco work going. Not the stucco. Look, I'm, I'm so fucking fucked up right now. But the idea was that I would go in and do all types of manly shit, like fix, fix holes in the wall, hang up shit, change the oil in the car, clean the windows, just because women need real men in their lives. And, and I just, I never did it. I never pulled the trigger. But we have some videos, so we, we do want to put it out. OnlyFans does sound nice. Like, it's easy to work. It's all about, for me, it's always about ease, accessibility, and and just, uh, like, overall convenience of the app. All right, what else? All right, Khaled's new album is fucking dope. If you haven't heard it, please go check it out. Khaled Khaled solid album um it's impressive what Khaled's able to do with old artists and make them new i feel like we have we've never had a gap this big in music meaning we've never seen artists that are generationally almost phased out because the sound changed so dramatically like there is no artist from 2009 that can really do drill you know what i'm saying they can't like it's just it doesn't translate at least with hip-hop uh i should say that with hip-hop Khaled is able to bring old artists together and make um, I, timeless, you know, evergreen music like always. It, it's really good. Anthony music. It, it's good. He's good at what he does, and, and it's a solid listen. Um, the Nas and Jay-Z track is exactly why I haven't wanted to write any new music because I don't want to sound like the crazy old guys just talking about crypto and investments because my life has been so fucking boring. <laughs> Me and Mandy are trying to bring over the news anchor lady so that I could have something to write it's just it's literally we're literally all i've been doing is investing and then plotting and planning it's hard you, you listen to nas and he's like coinbase crypto king in your face i'm like oh shit i don't want to do that i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be the old man that raps about crypto and investments uh but take a listen to it now i'm a cardi hater i get it all the time I don't care. The Cardi thing is hilarious to me. Cardi gets on live and goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I just got that song finished in two days. No, you didn't. You're a fucking liar. I wrote the song. No, you didn't. You're a fucking liar. It was three writers on that song. You weren't a writer on that song. And you you say you got the song two days ago, but that's not a thing. Uh, It's interesting that... When when arranging an album, especially an album with different artists, you need to place the artist right because you don't want comparisons. And unfortunately, when it comes to women rappers, we compare them just because they're female rappers. Like, I don't compare Cardi to Meg. Sorry. To me, they don't belong in the same sentence. Cardi's song comes on and is mids. Meg's song comes on? Yo, killed it. Meg was going in. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, this this is, uh, uh, we're Barb's over here. I'm a Nicky. I'm a Nicky fan. Fuck out of here. 
We barbs, straight like that. Fuck, fuck, we look like. Fuck, you mean? Meg is a rapper. Cardi is uh, an idea, and unfortunately, it doesn't really translate all the time. There's a weird filter on all the songs <coughs> that I can't, I can't like wrap. I don't know. There's a weird filter. I just, I can't, I can't wrap my finger around it. But the album's solid. Uh, I still like the Drake song "Grease." Uh, it was weird what they did with the uh, with the vocals, but I liked it. It was different. Drake's done that for a long time on a lot of his B side things, or not even B side. A lot of his uh, um, what was those damn tracks he used to do? Uh, <laughs> what are those damn tracks they used to do? Um, he used to do cut not cover songs. Why can't why I'm drawing a complete fucking blank today? I can't put two sentences together. Either way, great album. I honestly, I was kind of mad at the little baby uh, song that he, I don't know. It was a weird beat. <coughs> my asthma's killing me, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna go play video games with my friends. My name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.